I'll come back. 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 That's that's called being alive. Sweet, I see it. Oh wow, this is really fucking weird. Twitch, what have you done? I'm just looking at the pop-ups. I don't know what you're looking at. I don't even use Twitch besides watching this cast every now and then, so I have no idea. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, then this is probably enough time to have let uh, what's it called? The the thing where advertisements play for an extended period of time. Oh yeah, my favorite. Alright. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are Enigmatic Otaku. I don't know what my dentist does to me after he gives me the gas, but I wake up covered in toothpaste. Finally, we're correct. Uh, yeah, what he said. The amazing Mega Milk. I guess same. We're just we're just going with that this week. And my throat is sandpaper. But this week we have a really special guest, someone who knows the cast like the back of his hand. Someone with extremely talented writing and an excess of cum puns. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Puns. Hello, cum puns. beautiful people. <laughs> Coffee, thank you so much for taking time to come join us this week. Oh, no, it's no issue at all. I'm fucking honored to be here. For those who are tuning in for the very first time, hello and welcome. We are... A podcast that is community-oriented. That means that you guys politely request a guest, we politely ask them on, then you ask the questions, and we make them miserable for two hours. Um, you can catch up on previous episodes that we've had on places like iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and other places you can digest your podcast-related material and see episodes like Bill Newton, Dusty Cat, Short Skirts and Explosions, Andrea Libman, and many more. Um, the, I'm going to volunteer Enigma here because we don't have pencil this week. Uh, Enigma is going to be watching the chat for sorts of questions that you guys want to ask live. Enigma, what are questions that we don't ask our guests? We're not going to ask religious stuff, nothing political, and we will only accept questions about our guest penis. Well, you're fucking wrong because we also don't ask questions about religion or, like, guess crimes. I, I, said, I, I said that. Oh. Sorry. You, you expect the worst from me. Well, when, when Pencil's not here, someone has to fill in the abuse. Oh. And I'm going to fill in that with cum. Anyway. Oh, my God. Welcome cast. to the cum zone. Only cum allowed. The drinking word for this cast as much as it seems like it may become, which it isn't, if you hear the word coffee, please drink because everyone needs a little cream for coffee. Quiver. Double jointed pussy. What the fuck? Okay. A guy knows. Possibly more. That's, First the kiss. 
That's where we and, are today. And the cum. We've, we've, we've beat around the bush long enough beating there's cum somewhere. Oh my god. You're you the ruined it already. You mean greasy You mean beating beneath the bush. Number one. Eating off the bush. Coffee, let's introduce you to the crowd. Who are you and what do you do in the fandom? Uh, nothing good. I mostly just write and draw. I've uh, been writing for fan fiction for like several years now, ever since I've been like out of high school, like around that time. So that's, that's a long, that's like four and a half years now. And I think I'm most notable for being a member of the Strange Wifey thread, which those not in the know is a recurring thread on 4chan. Where we talk about strange waifus, such as Thane Pone, which you guys are all familiar with, mm-hmm. Orchid, a Kaiji Pony, Piezo, Robot Ponies, Clones, you know, all that sort of the strange waifus in general. And I am very active in that. And you are doing, I was a, well, yeah, no, you're doing someone's work, probably. Someone's, not. yeah. But, someone's. but that said, um, as someone who also originally started in 4chan and like, was a denizen there. Uh, how do you feel the state of your thread is? The state of my thread? Our thread is non-existent, but our Discord is on fire. <laughs> Hell yes. That sounds like fortune. It does, doesn't it? Number two, how did you get into MLP? Oh, uh, you know, yeah, actually, how I got into MLP, I lost a bet with one of my friends, and I had to watch 10 episodes of the show. Unfortunately for him, I was very tired that day, and I passed out within the first 10 minutes. And we never got back to that bed, but I grew curious. Like, literally all my friends were like, this is like the greatest show of all time. Like, what the hell are you guys talking about? It's fucking ponies. And like, this is like back in eighth grade or some crap like that. A long time ago. And I think it was around season three, season four-ish. I got curious. I started watching the show bit by bit. And at first I was like, this is okay. But like, okay, turn like this is actually pretty good. The more you got into it, especially when I got to the episode Bridal Gossip, which is one of my favorite episodes to this day. That is the episode that hooked me on the show, and I've been stuck here ever since. Awesome. Uh, number three, what is your favorite part of the fandom? The online community, oh. the fanfics, cons, music, the friends we made along the way. What keeps you here? The community and the friends we made along the way, easily. Yeah. I would not be here otherwise. Um, on that note, are there any like particular people who were integral to like I, I don't want to I, I will stroke I will stroke your ego so hard when I say your success. Oh my success. My success hinges on probably everyone in the shit fuckers, which is seventh server. Lucky sevens. Uh uh, everyone on the Strange Life thread for a lot of my modern stuff, they influenced me big time, which, uh, to name a few, who would, who would be public? Uh, I know there's, like, artists in there, like Jargon Scott, Sue Box, just everyone that you would see on 4chan, really. Yeah. It's, it literally is the melting pot of the Pony fandom, I swear. I literally see everyone there. It's, it's true, everyone makes their way there one, at some point. At some point. Uh, next question is that we're we're in a state right now where, as we currently know it, the show is over. Uh, we've got 
some strange like like season nine question mark question mark question mark leaks from Australia of like mini sods. We've got oh, yeah, life. We've got you know additional comics, but you know with Gen five on the way, the our current generation of horses is kind of dead. What started this fandom is done. Where do we as a fandom go from here to keep ourselves strong, relevant, and alive? Accelerate it causes as many fires as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When it when in doubt, arson. Yeah, exactly. I want my horses to be on fire. Number I thought the that that'd was... be the best strange waifu. Exactly. Just a fire, fire horse. horse. I mean, isn't like a fire, just, fire isn't, that, or... isn't that fucking ponita nine tails? Yes. Get out! <laughs> like an like an actual firefighter or? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like they're like a fire horse, but a firefighter, so they're always like having internal conflict with each other. Elemental horses. Yeah, like a flame atronarch from Elder Scrolls. That's Since it's a horse. Like... That's a Dude, imagine horse. if you could summon like a flame horse wife. <gasps> ponita. Ponita. No, just not okay. So not like a horse that is on fire. A horse that is made of fire. That's kind of hot. What's the point? I can't fuck it. Not, not I'm with not, that yeah. attitude. I knew it. I wasn't this disappointed. Be, I was hoping this you would did. Be, this would be the best fucking ten thousand word strange waifu story I've ever heard. And if you imagine, God, imagine ten thousand words for strange waifus. We're at such a dry spell right now. If anyone writes that, I would, I would get down on my knees. And if you manage right. to like actually insert it, and if you jizz, you're just gonna hear like sizzling inside. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Last but not least, before we throw you to the wolves, my friend, oh, who boy. is best pony? Celestia's bestia. Celestia, you know Celestia or Octavia or Vinyl. I have a okay. lot of favorites. I, I agree with Octavia, but you chose the wrong princess. Oh, I'm sorry that you have terrible taste, but that ain't my problem. Yay! Get fucked, Enigma! Mm. Unless you were talking about Cadence. No, I was Cadence talking about Luna. Cadence. Yay! Get, out. Get, get wrecked. No, get out. Both of you. I'm over here is just triggered as well. I. We've got some questions from the chat now. Do you stick your dick in your coffee? 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 Well, oh, how else am I supposed to drink it? <laughs> I like I like my coffee how I like my women with my dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine your dick just looks like Freddy Krueger with all this boiling and sizzling stuff you're sticking it in. Yeah, but like, dude, it's also has like the same effect like when you kiss that one girl in that fucking movie where like it just sucks them dry. It's like the same sort of thing. Uh, I like I like my coffee way I like my women without other people's dick in it. <laughs> oh my god. Same. <laughs> or to take it like from um, op opium for the mass. I like my coffee like I like my women. White and bland. Great. <laughs> Fucking great. Are you saying like pencils white and bland? Ooh. I'm selling on you, priest. She, she, she's gonna watch this, you know. Oh god, I'm fucked. I like my I like my fucking coffee. <laughs> The way I like my prostitutes, tart and full of health benefits. 
Christ. Full of hope. Oh, oh God. Okay. What? What's? We're gonna jump away from this. This, <laughs> this, is, getting, this is getting risky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kalani Tides is the first uh, poster in in our thread. Who posts a little get me? Yay! Internet argument. Um, what is the best ship and worship? Uh, I don't have a worship, so I just love anything romance related. You can tell by like most of the stories I've written. But I really like Octa Scratch. That's what got me into shipping this fandom to begin with. Octa Scratch. Oh yeah. So, Octa Scratch being one of like the longest prolific ships in the fandom. I'm um, spoiled. Yes. Like. Well, that said, how is it possible to keep a ship like that fresh? Uh, you know, I, I don't did really it. care for freshness. I just really like it. It's right a good story. That's how you keep it fresh. Yeah, Flam <laughs> has it right there. It's right a good story. Like it doesn't need, like we stand on the backs of giants. Like everything that that could have possibly been like explored like big time early on has already been done. So what you can do is just expand upon that or do it better. No, you can, yeah, you can write it better. Honestly, some of the stuff that's con- that's considered giant for its time or whatever. When you go back and read it now, it on it, it's height. Sorry to say, I haven't read anything like old in a long time. I do remember really enjoying my neighbor as a vampire. Do you mean my roommate is a vampire? Yeah, something like that. My it's neighbor true. is a vampire. That, well, that could be true too. That's the prequel. <laughs> That's the prequel. I number oh uh. Well, we kind of covered worship a little bit. Uh, number two, can you do an impression of a diamond dog? Does a diamond dog sound like again? I haven't watched season one since like season one. Um, generally, like the voice sounds like boiled ass. Also, Gollum. Gollum. Is that good enough? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I don't you know what it is. Come, come. Jointed pussy. Oh <laughs> is there, uh, you just I am me... a bilinguist. <laughs> you just made me think, is there any porno where the girl just does that? Does what? I mean, that's, just, that, that's just the cum <laughs> goblin. Like, what the, the fuck is a cum goblin? Is that like the rape dwarf? Every house has a cum goblin too? Like... You, you, like look it up online, like on on YouTube. There's a there's a animation by Glacial Code that talks about the cum goblin. Oh, I saw it. that. Pat showed it to me yesterday. Yeah, come. The video was amazing. Come. <laughs> we so should make that on the drinking word. Add so, cum to the drinking word milk. All right, there we go. So we're making a time decision. All right. Number four. Are you an insomniac? No. I can't, because my job line of work requires me to wake up at fucking five in the morning. What the fuck? That's... Yeah, I w- what are you... Okay. I just I was about that, that, like, oh, yeah, 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 I, I was probably to fucking tell, too. I was like, all right, we can't do that. No, but I'm going to assume you make donuts for a living. That's that's what you do. That's well, I mean, the only reasonable reason I can think of to get up early. Well, yeah, well, that's what I do for a living. I make donuts. I preferably blaze donuts to catch my drift. <laughs> Well, I feel he makes the donuts by just making bread, then sticking his dick through them. Oh my god. Wait, wait, well, how else am I gonna make donut holes? Gosh. Donuts and right? <sighs> okay. Moving on. Number five. Beans. Beans. 
Beans. Beans. You never get up at 4 a.m. with the boys looking for beans. I mean, that's what I do before work. I mean, I'm assuming that's what uncircumcised people keep in their foreskin, just beans. Oh, God, I need you to stop now. <laughs> I thought they kept loose change. I thought they kept loose change. I thought it's their sleeping bag when they go camping. Isn't that worth it? You guys, that... you've just made like 10 more circumcised men in the world. I just want to let you know that. Ah, oh, that's the fish that took me foreskin. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Mugney's up next. Oh, no. Does coffee have any voice other than chill dad? I, well, only if you make me upset, but then I'm just angry, dude. Aw, oh, fair. Fair, fair. But uh, that takes a while. I have a lot of patience. Speaking of patience, we're going to Jack Ripper next. Uh-oh. Uh, what is your favorite flavor of coffee, nerd? Okay, I'm a basic bitch. I really love the vanilla frappuccino you get from, like, any fucking retail place or Starbucks. Nice. So you enjoyed the frappuccino? I sure do. Uh, that you're making me crazy that we offer a work that's really nice, too. The so what? It's really, it, it's making me crazy. I, it's probably not something that's, like, you can buy off the shelf or something, but it's something that you can uh, just be making in the morning for coffee. And it's really strong. Oh. All right. I like hazelnut, too. A hazelnut. lot of things. Hazelnut's an OG. I wish it was a good, like, cinnamon coffee out there. Like, I've, I've got, I make my coffee with the Keurig machine. Oh, I can't I same. I have a machine, too. Uh, they, these, the, the little pods sometimes have those flavored coffee things, but nothing has, like, a good cinnamon sugar, like, flavor. It, that, like, I would love cinnamon. Yeah, that really big fan of cinnamon, uh, so I don't even know. Maurice, the, that thing you're describing does exist. It's called Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and those are baffled why children love them. Yeah, but you're not going to pour your coffee into a bowl of cereal. You can do that. Says you. It's, that's called efficiency. Hold the fucking... Hold... Why would you put coffee into a All bowl? All right, so of you get cereal? a meal. It's just it's just a crunchy coffee. So you get you get your meal and you get your energy all in one. Excuse me. It's <laughs> fucking bullshitting you, but like that does sound efficient, right? This is some fucking heresy, but I'm. It's also convincing. Well, I like it's, that it's I big brain strats, okay? Big yeah, just pour. Just make coffee. Pour the cereal in it. It's right. a coffee flavored cereal on your coffee. Honestly, if you do, if you use a bland cereal like churros, that might, churros, Cheerios, churros. that might actually, that might actually I want work a churro out. now. Churros, Cheerios. That that actually segues into the next question. It doesn't, but I'm gonna ask the question. What is coffee's favorite monster from the Godzilla franchise that is not Godzilla? Mothra, easily, hands down. Oh God, it's, I mean, it's I just because you Kaiju fan. It's just because you want to fuck that butterfly. Hell no, I've been a fan since I was two years old. I don't want to fuck the butterfly. That's blasphemy. That's like fucking my child, and I'd rather not, thanks. That's an interesting Word, job. I'll leave that right on the table and mosey right on by that. <laughs> that's just fucking... Let's get all by. She's a moth, not a butterfly. Read from the chat. <laughs> she <laughs> is a moth, yeah. Her name is Mothra. Butterfly. 
I will hunt you down. Jack of a few trades is up next. Uh oh. Tell us about your favorite story you've ever written and what inspired you to write it. Oh, this is the one I have a lot of notes written for. Let's do. Let's do it. And the thing we do and and uh, the re reason for the former is important to me is because of the contest behind it. Uh, I was working a 76 hour work week after already working six days in a row. I had one day off in between this, and I had multiple people quit on shorthand, and I was the only one trained for everything on shift. And on the second day, after dying internally on the inside, I figured, hey, I haven't written anything in a long time. I'm gonna start writing. And that, that's why I wrote the, what's it called, the Good Morning Anon with uh, Princess Lou, which is the old idea that I had of, like, if a human is transported to Equestria, yeah, it happened once. Who's to say they won't disappear again? Who's to say that I wouldn't build up anxiety in them? And that's what that story focused on. And then I moved, eventually I moved on to a, a story called uh, Love Beyond, What's Freely Given. And this story is important to me because it tackles a theme that's important to me, and that's having faith in someone else. Because uh, they're a changeling. We used to say that they aren't manipulating and lying, and that's what Anon is struggling with. But he has to learn that there is love beyond what's freely given, and that he needs to learn to uh, let go of his inhibitions and to fully embrace faith that is within love itself. And like I thought I captured that sort of emotion that I was feeling at the time perfectly while also working a 76-hour shift and dying internally on the inside. As for the latter, the thing we do for love, it got me into the strange waifus, and I cannot think of enough for that because that has been a joyride, and it is just one big giant shift post, and every time I write for it, I, get, I make myself laugh. Good. That's... Oh my god. I love that... Because it's never really easy for... In my opinion, it's never particularly easy for like someone to concisely like talk about their story children, for the lack of a better word. Notes. <laughs> like, but that said, the fact that writing those things gives you so much joy and like the I don't want to say ulterior motives, the underlying message that you want to have underneath them. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that you wrote them and you're happy with them at the end of the day is it's it's wonderful. Yeah, and I'm just most proud of it. So I wrote it during the time that I was working. So was, that that's just a really proud time. So that's when I actually hit the feature bots three times in a row, and they had all three of the bots. That was I'm never copying that. So like, it's just that one magical moment. That's why I really adore that uh, series that I wrote. That's a really um, it's a really niche achievement that I think like you've gotten it. Skirts has gotten it. I think Shakes has gotten it. I've gotten it, and the abyss has gotten it. I'm not sure if there's like a running list somewhere. I I tried to, I tried to do it once, but I didn't have enough patience to sh sit on a couple chapters while I got the rest. That's because you write too many words. I simply write one thousand or two thousand words to call it a day. <laughs> I have a problem. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next question from Jack is: How do art good? Ooh, how do art good? The first step is to simply draw. You will, the hardest part of anything is just simply getting down and doing it. And at the end of the day, if you don't sit down and do it, you're going absolutely nowhere. And the first thing I'm going to say, anyone that's not comfortable with art at all, that hasn't drawn in years, can barely write their own name, is to practice lines. Draw straight lines. Draw diagonal lines. Draw curvy lines. Just draw lines and build confidence with your utensils. 
And then I would recommend moving on to shapes, understanding how shapes wrap into each other and form the world around you. Because let's say I can look at my phone and I can see like the intricacies of it and break it down to its uh, fundamental shapes, add them together, and then use light shading in order to make it pop out on a piece of paper. There's multiple steps that go into it, but like you always start with the fundamentals. It's like mathematics. If you don't know the fundamentals of mathematics, it's going to screw you over later. Yeah. Well, I definitely know I'm going to talk to you and Rav because I'm trying to actually bridge into a new hobby as well, which is which is drawing. Oh yeah. So, all right. I'm going to probably bug the shit out of you and Rav. And Sounds good, bro. I love teaching people. Stella nudes when. In like fucking three years when I get to that point. <laughs> I'm actually drawing lewd right now. That's you know actually the goal. Should, you know what you should do? Plan, like genuinely? Oh. Just like mm-hmm. try to draw like a picture every day and then like watch how it evolves over time. Yeah, I finally got my materials and stuff like that and now I'm just drawing like inanimate objects right now. So, and slowly moving on from there. But yeah. That's exactly what I intend like to. Any artist in high school just draw what's around you. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Number three. Do you eat kids? Do I eat kids? Only on Wednesdays. Hmm. Well, I'm, oh God, I'm trying to come up with something witty on the fly. It's not when, easy. Wednesday, friends day. Never mind. We're moving on. All right. <laughs> just silence. I'll, I was trying to think of something witty too, and I couldn't tell it was something. I was like, eh, whatever. Smolder or Ember? Smolder easily. Uh, uh, Smolder is one of my favorite characters in the show, especially like, she has grown on me a lot. Uh, she's the reason why I got into the latter uh, seasons. She is. Uh, I think she has like some of the best episodes in the latter seasons. I really love. She has like that tomboy personality, but like, she also has her softer side. That makes it really nice. Ember? I don't know. I just never really... I like... I love Ember, but she doesn't have enough screen time for me to really enjoy her as much as Smolder. Ember is a flaming ball of sexual energy, and she must be protected at all costs. Oh, Smolder's my daughter, and I will protect her against everyone. Smolder, on the other hand... I mean, not Smolder, but Ember. You can have at her. (laughs) Yeah. Up next, we have Ice Star with a wonderful question. If you could inflict eternal and curable kidney stones on anyone in history, who would it be? Jack of a few traits. He tells too many puns to go on tortured. Yeah, and it's tough to weather all of his jokes. It he you have no idea. Every time I'm in the voice call, sometimes when I'm in the voice call, he'll just he'll just message me out of nowhere and like there's just the pun joke. And I and slowly my will to live deteriorates over time. And that is why he gets the kidney stones, because he gives me pain in my kidneys. <laughs> the Glim Master is up next, and question number one is, is the question is, does anybody want coffee? Everybody loves coffee. Everybody wants coffee. I'm drink coffee. Nice. Right, so that's two drinks. Let's go. Number two, would you hug and snuggle a coffee pony? Hell yeah, dude, I'll snuggle any pony. Please tell me there's a coffee pony OC. Oh, there definitely is, I guarantee it. You know what, the whole Russell Crowe fighting around the world for South Park, that's me, but for cuddling ponies. 
I like to think that her mane and tail are made out of that whipped cream stuff on coffee. That's oh. that's sweet. Oh shit! So she's like a food pony. That makes her a strange food. Hell yeah! Yeah, but you can't touch her because otherwise she'd boil your skin. It is worth the risk. Okay, you remember how I like my coffee? So like I searched for OC like OC MLP coffee, and they came up with this. And this is a very protectable QOC. Just just throwing that out. Oh, there. where are we where are you posting this? Yeah. Oh, oh, this is very protectable. I like that hat. It's one of those uh those coffee artist things. Yeah. That is, yeah. I mean she's not a coffee OC by any means, but is very cute. Oh she looks she definitely looks coffee like. Anyway. And her parents are beans. Beans! Oh god, that hurt my throat. Number three. Uh, how do you make your least favorite pony become your favorite pony? Uh, give me a million dollars. Holy shit. You're expensive. <laughs> like, if someone was like, hey, like, like this horse over Cadence, here's a hundred bucks. I'm like, okay. If, if, all right, so, like, if I you can get any amount of money that I want for a horse pony to, like, you know, be best pony, I'm going to demand a lot, okay? Well, fair enough. I guess it depends on, like, the terribleness of their favorite pony. Number four. What's the funniest thing that you ever saw in your life that made you cry tears of laughter? Like, uh, I don't have, like, something that made me cry tears of laughter, but I do got a funny story to tell. So at high school, I was a wrestler, and during the very first meet of junior year, apparently I was going against a girl for my first match. And I didn't know. I just thought they were a high-pitched voice guy, and the hair was, like, all short and tied up and whatnot. And I literally had no idea. They looked like a guy. They were flat as a board. So when I went behind them and was throwing them around the mat like they were a rag doll, apparently my entire wrestling team was erupting in laughter because the face she made was absolutely disgusted. And, like, I had no idea until after the match. I'm like, oh, shit, that was a girl? And I felt so bad. Well, I mean, you won fair and square, I guess. <laughs> I mean... It's, this is why there's segregation of sports, sorry. <laughs> you won fair and square, my cat. I won fair and square. Stepped into the ring. I, I felt so bad, though, so I had no idea. And, like, when I was down behind them, I had no idea, because they were so flat. It was, it was, it was certainly something. That's just one of many fucking stories from wrestling, but that's the first that comes to mind. Oh my god. So it was real wrestling. It was real wrestling. It was very... It wasn't des- gay despite, porn. Wrestling. Despite throwing women around, it was very homosexual. That's what I hear about wrestling. Oh yeah. You gotta really be invested in being able to have your face in places that you would never want oh, to be. Oh, sure. my, uh, my wrestling coach uh, told us that uh, in order to really win a match, you need to reach down and throw a guy's balls. And so I took this worse to heart. So during like practice, like against my partner, I did just that to win the match. <laughs> you, you really got to embrace it. You are one with the homo. In one with it. All right, here's a long one. A philosophical question is being posed. As we know, time moves naturally, but what if that's not the case? 
Instead, what if time moves forward because every single being in the universe moves their bodies, thus allowing time to continue moving forward? Basically, if one single being in the universe moves a certain part of his or her body, such as hand, foot, eyes, and so on, time will continue working as normally. If not a single being on the universe moves a muscle, inferring that like everything in the universe stops, will we, we will stop time. Do you think this explanation is possible to explain why time works? How would if, for a certain period of time, you notice that your clock or cell phone didn't move the numbers at all? I am going, I have a lot of notes for this one too, so let me explain. Something about that what makes this not possible. I'm going to paraphrase oh. a lot of smarter people, so bear with me. For one, time existed before life, as when the universe was created via the Big Bang. Thus began what is known as time. We do not uh, need to exist for it to proceed naturally. It reminds me of the question, if a tree fell in the woods, would it still make a sound? So, most importantly, let me explain gravitational time dilation. The stronger the pull of gravity, the slower time will be perceived from your point of view. As you know, time is relative to your position in the universe, and this is part of the reason why. Gravity has a profound effect on space-time, working it with this powerful grasp. Time is a measurement we can study, and gravity is the reason behind that. Because gravity warps time, and we know time exists, and it can be measured essentially. For example, if we were to live on Jupiter, assuming it had a solid port of sand on where we built cloud cities to withstand the harsh weather and gravity, we would live just a few much longer than we would on Earth. So no, I do not believe this is a possible explanation, because we already have a better explanation for time. Uh, I know really this is well. talked about in Stephen Hawking's uh, In the Universe in a Nutshell. Yeah. I mean, it seems very, very well reasoned. Oh, well, sure it is. Yep, time for a surprise special guest. Seven, your friend has something to say to you. Hi, how are you, Coffee? I love you. I love you too, I'm doing great. Also, Rodan is better than Mothra. I disagree, but Rodan's a good choice. I do like Rodan as well. And all of this comes at arguably the, the best possible time. I think other other guy fished something out specifically for your thread. Um, Uh-oh. Here we go. So, I'm going to post this in behind the counter here. How does this make you feel? <laughs> it looks like fucking Captain Fork. And if I, only I you knew how bad things really are, ain't that the truth? <laughs> uh, like, that make, I don't know, it makes me laugh. I like it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh god. Oh god, god, it is! It is! Oh god, it is! We can't show that! You can't show that, yeah. I was wondering what that was down there. I thought she was like a smoker. I thought that was just like a really deformed chin. I had to mute because I was laughing too hard right when I joined. I couldn't figure out what that was. And now, thank you, thank you, Milk. Oh, my God. The picture is asshole. Okay. Okay. We're, we're moving to Alex underscore, who has questions now. Number one, how big is too big? How big is too big? No, there's no such thing as too big. Bigger. Bigger. Bigger? There's no too big? Bigger. Bigger. So I'm guessing you like Yona then, because she's the biggest. Oh, uh, you know, I will answer that question later, because there is a question related to the student suits. Question number two. Have you ever seen a ghost? Have I ever seen a ghost? Yes. See, I, I'm very 
miss when it comes to, like, the supernatural, like, occurrences like that. Because I always think there's a better explanation than just saying it is a ghost. There could be a thousand different reasons to go into it. So I really don't like jumping at conclusions when it comes to that. But I know there was one time when I was really young, probably sleep paralysis, where I saw, like, a floating figure above me that pressed into me and made me where I couldn't move. I can, like, I, I can speak, I can move my eyes, my head, but I couldn't move my body. And, like, no matter how much, like, I tried to scream and wake up my parents, like, I was, like, four years old at this time, I couldn't wake them up. I remember just, like, passing out afterwards. And I guess that counts as a supernatural experience, but it was more like sleep paralysis, Stevens. Jesus! Well, what have made that more horrifying to me is if you said he was floating above me, and then he pressed into me while doing the T-pose. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking no, he pressed into me in ways you do not want to know. That'd be our fucking generation. We all die and when we become ghosts, we just fucking meme on people. That's how we everyone. Just fucking T-pose and fucking, like, how big is your dick? Dabbing over people. Yeah. No, no, what I would do is whenever I'd haunt the bathrooms and whenever someone, like, unzips, we go, show me what you got! Or go to the end of a long hallway and say, what are those? <laughs> He turned himself into a pickle. Oh no! Anything can you with imagine? That? Can you imagine ghost ghost hunters in like fifty years? Like oh <laughs> he turned me into a pickle. Christ! That that I don't honestly watch that show. Just for how terrible it is. Oh my god! Well, to be, well, well, to be to be fair, you have to have a really high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. I want you to not continue that sentence. Thank you. <laughs> Up next, how high can you jump? Uh, I don't know, a few feet? Not a few feet, like two feet. Alright, next question. When was the last time you jumped? Answer me that. You're saying you have a 24-inch vertical? I literally jumped last night. Alright, cool. It was, it was, it was, it was awful. The same. A couple days a week with Unless cardio. Unless you're like exercising or something, you don't really jump that often. Yeah. Jumping and algebra are things you never have to use in real life outside of school. That's that's not true. Algebra is important. I use. I'm a short man. I'll have you know. I need to jump the sequence. Yeah, it's not even just the actual algebra you need to use. It's the mindset that it instills you with. That's That's it. It instills you. Up next, what would be the worst orifice to have filled with warm but not scalding coffee? Worst orifice? I don't know, probably the nose. Because, like, the sinus system's terrible. No, you know it'd be worse? What? You know when you go in the pool and you come out and there's water in your ears and it's annoying you all day? Alright, so that's how you get burger girls. That also sucks. And it's just, no, like, real... It's just really yeah, warm. Read, yeah, have you ever read, like, the Uzumaki? By, uh, Junji Ito? I have not. All right, well, spirals have to do with that, and there's a spiral in your ear, and, like, one of the characters stabbed themselves in the ear because of the spiral, and, like, there's a whole thing that, like, caused them to go crazy, and they died from, like, vertigo and blood loss or some crap. So I imagine I would do that if I got coffee in my ears. That said, though, like, I did a quick Google search because I really love coffee, and apparently coffee enemas are, like, real serious things. I imagine so. Yeah, you, oh yeah, you've never heard of those? No. Yeah, they're kind of weird, but they're definitely a thing. It has killed three people 
worth well, it. I guess you could say that's where we have enough coffee. You can say that he had Joe up his you can say that he had Joe up his ass. I guess next time they better they better handle a Joe who can hit they can blah. I guess next time they can they better get fucking an asshole that style. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm good. I, do, I clearly don't have enough coffee. We're going to come on to the next question. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm going to take a sip. Number five, what recipe can be made dramatically better with the addition of coffee? And what can be made dramatically worse? Uh, what can be better with coffee? God, ask me the tough questions. I, All I right. could have some cheeses with fucking greasy-ass food. I know the answer. Oh. The yeah, best I, the best recipe you, you can you can improve with coffee is a meth recipe. You know, I'm going with him. I mean, I did. I, the worst thing you can improve with coffee, cereal. We had a debate about this earlier. That's pretty gross. I was going to say ice cream for the best, though. Ice cream, coffee, ice oh, cream. Oh, you know what? I have good. to take my stance back from Enigma over to 7 over here. Yeah, that's an avocado. That's what it's called. But um, that said, I, I have had some, like, cakes and shit made. Where, like, they put, instead of, like, the normal amount of milk, they put a 75 milk, 25% coffee split in it, and gives it a coffee flavor, and it's so good. Aye. Up next. On to the next one. We're going to Sunbro for life. Oh, yeah, I love that guy. Number one, what's your favorite video game? Okay, I really suck at the favorite questions, but uh, I don't really have one, but I can name some that had a impact on me. So uh, oh, yeah. games like Hollow Knight, Undertale, Super Metroid, Portal, Out of Wilds, Bloodborne, the Dark Souls series have had a huge impact on me. Uh, I really like the modern Resident Evil games, like Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes. I really, Resident Evil 7 is also really good. I Resident play a lot of games, so like, I really don't like to have a definitive favorites list. Well, I, I named a few, but there that have had an impact on me. I highly recommend anyone here check out Out of, out of Wilds, because it was highly underlooked because of the game that came out. That's two Outer Worlds. And, you know, that didn't get the reason at all. But uh, it is uh, a game where it captures the spirit of space travel. And it's a puzzle game where you go around trying to solve why the sun explodes every 22 minutes. And it's like Groundhog's Day. Since every 22 minutes when the sun explodes, you start back from the beginning, and you have to piece more puzzles together in order to figure out how to stop that. It is really well put together, and it's an emotional journey I recommend anyone. Aw. Well, then we'll have to make sure that people get it added onto their playlist. Anything else that uh, you've you've got on your mind as far as influential games? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Metal Slug lately. Metal Slug? Arcade, arcade game series. That's my favorite. Metal Slug 3, obviously, is the best because the diversity and the enemies and the ways you can go about the game, like every single level has like multiple branching paths. So I, every time I play the game, I do something slightly different. Which Metal Slug was the one where you fight zombies and you become a zombie as well? That's Metal Slug 3. Uh, Metal Slug 2, you became a mummy. I remember yeah. that. Oh, so many quarters wasted. I no, uh... not wasted. It's always a good time. But yeah, it is a bullet hell, so... If you if you don't get good, you're gonna be losing some money. Ooh, excuse me. Here, I'm gonna throw this for later for you. Uh, coffee, something that I enjoy, you may enjoy it. Oh yeah. All right, up next. 
Uh, number two, what are some of your favorite video game moments? See, I actually got one that I wanted to talk about. So I, uh, I played The Last of Us Part 1 for the first time this year. And Ooh, possible spoilers? Well, uh, yeah, pop spoilers to anyone that does not want to hear, just go la 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 for the next five minutes or right, so. Go for it. Uh, well, it's the parts where Ellie is about ready to have certain things happen to her by a man named David. Ooh. And after going through all the crap that she went through in order to have saved Joel, and Joel comes back at the last moment as she loses her innocence at the same time, fully accepts Joel as her father figure, that symbolic moment of itself as the music starts to deteriorate, and he calls her baby girl just like his daughter at the very beginning of the game for the very first time throughout the play. Through that, it just hit me so fucking hard. I teared up a little. Aww. Yeah, that, that's a great game. I highly recommend The Last of Us Part 1. Have you played the sequel? Yes, I have. I played it to a day of release. Would you suggest it? Uh, if you like the gameplay, if you walk, if you like the story, uh, well, we'll talk about that. I actually answer that question later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All that's, right. About, that's about the consensus, consensus I've got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is your favorite boss fight? Uh, I don't have one, but uh, speaking of Metal Slug, in Metal Slug 3, the last boss fight is, you literally, the last mission that game might as well be a boss fight, because you fight the two previous final bosses in the previous games, you go to space, you go through multiple different phases on the, like, the mother alien ship that uh, the Nazis, like, type characters or whatever, how do you call them, they're like, the, they're like the not-Nazis, they're like the little symbols like an X or whatever, but like, they're obviously a parody. And... At the very end of it, you find like this big ginormous alien brain thing while uh, falling down into uh, from space all the way down to the ocean below. Mm. And like, I think that was a really cool boss fight. Uh, also, let's just say Ish in the Sword Sink because that guy took me six hours to beat the Sekiro Shadow Side twice. Ooh. That was the final boss. That boss was, uh, once he pulls out the block, that was not ready. That actually kind of also answers the next question, like any favorite boss fight moments. Yes, actually. It's also from the Soul series, particularly Bloodborne. Uh, when Ludwig, the Holy Blade, uh, switches into his second phase and he pulls out the Holy Moonlight Sword behind him, that is the greatest fanservice moment I have ever seen in the game, and it is 10 out of 10. Because for those not to know, the Holy Moonlight Sword is a sword that's been inside the front software game since the... Okay, I, I forget what they call like the the old game like RPG series, but it's been around since then. But it's been in every single Souls game, besides Sekiro, I do believe. So it was a great way to introduce it. Yeah. All right. Up next, we have. Oh God, it's been so long since this question has been asked, and my throat hurts. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Accepting Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? Yes. Ah! Skeletor's great. My father is a huge He-Man fan. He grew up with the show. Suck like, that, He-Man! He has like a bunch of He-Man dolls. <laughs> dolls? Uh, I, I think he would say oh. action figures. I think yes. someone like in the world just screamed. <laughs> I'm just saying, the way that he dresses. 
And like, we had a talk about this yesterday. And he's like, he's like, he wears like this bright pink suit. He's like, he's obviously gay. And I was like, and then like, well, he's even more gay because he takes off his shirt when he gets the power. <laughs> Number Same. Six. You are in itty bitty Equin City. What business do you start? Um, I'm really good at drawing, so I just draw porn for money. So I guess it's like a porn shop business space, right? Like, it, it, I get socks. I'm like the one human there. So like, you can like, get a signed copy from me, but you'll just be very unique in that sense. Like, you're not going to get porn from any other smelly ape. I feel I like I would feel weird about that because like on one hand, you probably have a lot of like gross horses come in and be like, yeah, but like they're also the richest, so we're good. But then like you're also probably gonna have people that come in or like, uh, like, like oh, you should make me one of your models or like weird shit like that. Yeah, I'll, be like, cost it. I'll just reply with cost extra. But what if it's like what if it's like a reality that's more canon to the show where I where porn doesn't exist and they they don't know what it is. I, uh, well, what would I do? I this guess I'll kill weird. myself. I, I mean, when, when, when you... <laughs> See, here's the thing, work. though, Enigma. When you were younger, you didn't know what it was, but now you write it. Why am I peeping hard? <laughs> what, what's a boner? We're getting weird. All right, moving on. Like a boner, all right? Number seven. What do you want to do another Bloodborne run-through? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're actually, me and Summer were talking about this earlier. That's how we started talking. Uh, me, him, and Tim, David? I, I forgot what the name was on here. Uh, so like that name. Yeah. Not, was it, it was somebody. We were, uh, he was helping someone through Bloodborne. At the time, Bloodborne was like, actually, probably still is top three games of all time. I adore Bloodborne. I played a thousand times. So I went and joined them and helped them with the playthrough. And we needed to get back and do another playthrough. Yeah. Do it. Number eight, for all those Souls fans, do you even praise, bro? No, I don't praise at all. I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck? You said Celestia's Bestia. Of course I praise. That is a non-question. <laughs> all right, all right. Seton is up next. Number one, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but just so good? I have a really bad sweet tooth, so I have to control my urges, but I've been really digging the Sour Patch Kid Exploders. Sour Patch like Are those like Gushers, but Yeah, sour? I like Gushers, but like, yeah, they're sour and sweet. That sounds awesome. They are amazing. <laughs> God, I, when you said sour and sweet, I remi- it reminded me of those old Sour Patch Kids commercials where they'd be nice to you one second, the Sour Patch Kids, and then they'd be assholes the next. Are they... Are they sweet like gushers or are they sour gushers? Aren't they called sour patch oh, kids? Oh, they're, they're sour patch kids. Yeah, they're, they're sour than sweet. Well, they're a little more sweet than sour, honestly. So the so the gushing fluids are sweet in your mouth. Yeah. Well, and then both. Yeah. It start as you said, it starts off sour, but like only for like a microsecond, and then it becomes sweet. Okay. Then it becomes bitter and salty. Yeah, that's the good kind of fluid. Oh. We're talking about kids here, guys. Sour Patch. Sour Patch. patch. Sour patch. I, I only eat Sour Patch consenting adults. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. Why, why is bag milk the best milk? Sorry, I'm not Canadian. I don't follow this religion. 
Good. Bag milk needs to go away. We have not... bad mayonnaise at work. I have no idea why. Fucking excuse me. <laughs> That's what I said when I walked in. They said, here's the mayonnaise. I'm like, why is it bad? How's that even work? It's it's just a bag of mayonnaise, and we can you taste? Do you stick like a pumper in it, or no, like? No, we don't stick a pumper in it. We just open the bag, put it in the bucket, and then like we scoop it out. What you the fuck scoop is out? that? <laughs> mayonnaise isn't a dip. I, yeah, well, you scoop it out with the, like a big spoon or a broth spoon or whatever the hell you want to use, and then you put it into a little container and we bring it over to the sandwiches. Your gas station's going to hell. It ain't not a gas e- station. Not but, even, not even Jimmy John's does this. They have the, what the hell is Jimmy see, John's? You see, place. you see the, you see the jars they have, like fucking whatever. I'm not gonna. I don't know. It's strange. It was the like, most odd thing I've seen in a while. Bag mayonnaise is the fucking worst, and it needs to go. And it, it needs to go. Bag mayonnaise pone. Don't There's worry, a walk-in exploded, so you don't have bag mayonnaise for a little bit. Oh my god. Slap the bag. Imagine dropping that and it got on the floor. Oh. <laughs> or like you drop, it out, you drop it Imagine. outside and it explodes under the hot sun. The orgy just got real rough. <laughs> okay, number five. Uh, I'm just thinking, like, what would what I do if that happened? I think I'd just walk away. I'm like, well, I give up. Well, no, like that happened once with like Arby's sauce when I worked at Arby's, and I just left the walk-in and pretend I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me. Jesus. Okay, up next. Uh, what is your one annoying habit? So something other people like Seven do that annoys you, but something or uh, something you do that annoys other people. Uh, I don't, I don't really annoy other people, but something that can get in the way of me sometimes, I'm always planning nine steps ahead, aka the 3,000 notes I wrote for this cast. Sometimes I can overcomplicate things. No, I can see that. Number five. What is the theme song for your sex life? Rip and Tear by Mick Gordon. Yes! Oh, <laughs> that hurt my throat so much, but that was so worth it. Rip and tear until it is done. Rip and tear until it is done. As they say in the BDSM community. Oh my god. It's not fun unless there's a little blood. That, don't take that out of context. Everyone, every impressionable person I'm watching the show right now is like, hmm. Number six. Do you watch anime by chance? And if so, what are your favorites? I don't watch a lot of anime lately. Like, I've fallen out of it, really. Uh, but I have been reading the manga of Beastars. I'm not caught up I'm like on chapter 106 or something. But I really enjoy it so far. The characters are top tier, same with the drama. Uh, I say my favorite anime is probably the one that impacted me most as a teenager, and that was Yu Yu Show. Mostly because I really watch the Yusuke Yurameshi. Yeah. It was a jerk with a heart of gold. And that yeah. trope was never done better. Now, I heard... I heard a rumor that Beastars is just like the anime version of Zootopia. Uh, it's like that, but like turned up to 11. It, oh. uh, it uh, takes the themes and really expands them. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about this themes on the cast, so I'll just say it takes the themes of Zootopia and expands upon them greatly. Ooh. And goes yeah. to territories that aren't even within the realm of Zootopia. Ooh, interesting. 
Zootopia, but for adults. Yeah, essentially. Number seven. How big is your porn stash? Uh, let's look at the porn that I've drawn on this PC. I actually don't have any on this laptop right now. Time to get it together. Gotta get that porn everywhere, man. You never I, know when you I, know, I got all favorites on Yerky Guru and places like that. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Okay, up next. What's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Ah, uh, God, I hate to suck at these. Uh, no, 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 no. What did I say? Ah, I really. Souls. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> yeah, I love Souls, but like, let's just say Undertale. So that's gaming. I played that game uh, the week it came out back in 2015, so it had a huge impact on me. Yes, Undertale and Deltarune are so great. Oh, yeah, they, I love those they're, games. They're, it, it's, it's one of those weird games that, like, I feel like it's best embraced if you don't dive into the fandom. I See, the only part of the fans I saw was just, like, the drawings and the animation, so I was spared the brunt of the cringe. Right, right. Number two, have you done any fan-related content for your uh, non-MLP franchise? Like, I'm... Like, oh, yeah, I've drawn fan art for everything that I enjoy. I started drawing when I was eight years old doing Dragon Ball Z fan art. Man, I'm going to have may, may we see the Videl dudes you drew? Oh, I actually did not see. This is back before the PP knew what that was. Yeah, I'm going to need some Alora ludes for my birthday in a month. Thank you. You'll have to pay me for that one commission, sir. For a birthday? Oh, man, what a butthole. <laughs> Don't worry, it's your birthday. I'll do something for you. Okay. I'll I'm gonna commission the fuck out of you, Coffee. Oh boy, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna do <laughs> a weird waifu story, and then I'm gonna commission you to do the art. It'll be great. Oh, Coffee, dude, that sounds um, amazing. That sounds actually fucking amazing. Coffee, you should look at what Jack said in the uh, Twitch chat, by the way. Uh, I yeah. don't have it pulled up. Well, he said, "Hi, Coffee. I just passed the kidney stone." <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're referring to that, Jack. That was me a Jack Ripper. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. Oh, we're, we're about halfway through the cast. So this is our regulated chill moment. Hey, hey, Flam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake the fuck up. Yeah. Do, do you know what, what our podcast does? No. No. How the fuck do you not know? You're on it. No. We take money from people that listen to this cast and we donate it to Horse Rescue Charity. How do you but not know this? Boopies, bitty, but boopy. We raised fucking over $700. Boopy. Thanks to everyone's support last year, mm -hmm. goddammit. That, that's amore. Jesus Christ. Uh, do you even know how you're able to, like, donate to our, like, Patreon and, like, how to give bits on Twitch? Yes, I uh, do. You 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 drop the donation in the mail, yes? No, you fucking asshole! Poopy. Fucking put some Popeye fried chicken in your mouth and suck on this! You fucking how look the fuck a little... Good. You... There's a little it's diamond... It's a very amore of you. There's some fucking... 
This ad is brought to you by non-pencil. <laughs> I don't know what you're selling. Uh, so it's actually what's been going on for like the past like two minutes now. There's there's a diamond down in the bottom right. You can watch a short ad, and that gives you free bits that you're able to use on Twitch by donating bits. All that money goes 100% to horse rescue charities that we have at Red Wings Horse and Career, where we sponsor a horse named Little Bit. Uh, that said, we also have a Patreon if you would like to give a more recurring donation that gives you Discord perks and things like that. You're able to see the cool things that we're posting behind the counter that normally people don't get to see on cast. So, what better reason than ever to try considering donating money to our podcast so that way we can say that we have some sort of positive influence in the world. That way at least something good is coming from this bullshit. End of ad. Yay, we did it. Glam. Bobby Bobbity boopy. Bibbity boppity. Now then, without further ado, coffee, let's get the spotlight back on you. All right, let's do this. Short skirts and explosions is up next. Uh-oh. Asked, kind of a one. Oh, yes. What doth life? All right. Uh, this is, um, I'm going to, again, I'm going to draw for people that I've uh, learned from. Life to me has meaning when you bear responsibility. Without something to carry, to give yourself some sort of meaning, it becomes a complete drag and you feel empty and worthless. Like, what's the point? But when you have a goal in mind, and when you focus your efforts on something tangible, you begin to find meaning in the day as you toil away at any given project. Be that the place you work, your family, your hobbies, whatever responsibility you hold, you hold dear to you, you carry that weight and it will see you through life. There's a reason old men who are retired Still get out of still get out of bed and uh, and water the plants and mow the lawn. It gives them each day some sort of meaning behind it all. So I say, what doth life? Life doth responsibility. Okay. Hmm. To quote the greatest anime ever, King of the Hill, you're gonna carry that weight. You're gonna carry that weight. Yeah, no, that is true. Don't live for the past, don't live for the future, don't live for the present, live for you. You're going to carry that weight, Bobby. Sir Real is up next, who asks Thingpone when? Thingpone actually soon, because I've been writing it lately. Uh, I, I know I haven't really worked much with it, but since the SWT, the Strange Wild Fruit Thread, is having a bit of a dry spell right now, I've been the... Uh, it was that one thing I was drawing Thingpone for this cast. I still need to get back to working on that. And then I was also trying to draw a Thingpone avatar for me. So that's Thingpone content right now. I wrote, I think, 300 words for the thing we do for love the other day. It's all about just getting back into it. So soon-ish, don't hold me to it. Up next, we have questions from Lone Trooper. Number one, what is your most heartwarming moment from a convention? I had never been to a convention. Ah, really? Nope. Sad face. Seven weeks. I, I never go to that online convention. That they I, gave, I gave him. We got him a poster from one though. I, I convinced okay, everyone to, to count, that, one. There we go. Seven. You nailed it. That's the most heartwarming one. I have an office scratch poster lying around somewhere. How many beans will it take to bring you to a convention? Uh, plenty of beans. You want to pay for my ticket? I mean, I make enough money. It's just I got obligations here. That's the reason why I can't really do traveling. Hmm. All I did ever free Northwest wasn't canceled because of reasons, and could have gone to that. 
Oh. Yeah. Because that's relatively close by ish. Okay. Also, holy shit, thank you, Seven, for the amazing number of bits that you've shared with the Twitch chat. I do it for the I, I, I do it I do it for the good horses. Right now you're in the lead for today and we're almost like at a hype train. So let's mm. keep it up, everyone. We appreciate your assistance to house to horses. Number two, what advice would you give to people who would like to start writing their own fan fictions or drawing their stories and not just related to MLP? Just do it. Like I know you're nervous. The hardest part is starting. But just rip the band-aid off and do it. You're going to hate it. I hate it. But you're gonna love the process eventually. You gotta learn to love the process. Yeah. I, it's like there's nothing really profound I can say for it really. It's just it you does really just gotta do it. It's either you're right or you don't write. There is no try. And it gets easier the more you do it. Like it may start yeah. hard, but just do it. And do Let, it more. Let's start sales like anal sex. It's like hard at first. It's easier with time. I'm sorry, did you just say skirts said writing is like anal sex? Yeah, once upon a time, yeah. Oh my Christ. I love it. I he said it on some podcast. There's there's a reason why I had a role in this Discord couple Pete Stalker. Uh I think it was when he was doing it for the Seattle Angels. Damn it. I was hoping that it was ours for a second there. But hey, it worked. That was a long time ago. Up next, uh, the next question, we've kind of covered what is the favorite story that you've written. So we'll move on to which Barcast member would you collaborate with to write a new story? Well, I guess, you know, that's tough between you and Flynn. Mm. Why not all three? Oh, yeah. See, yeah, I think... Flynn for like military-related stuff. You should do a Metroid fanfic with Flam. Oh, dude, that'd be amazing. You guys could write... He's more of a prime fan, more of a super metric, classic metric fan. You guys could write just the most super serious military thing, and then I'll throw Lila in it, and it'll be great. Oh, God. I remember Violon showed me her Lila story once upon a time. It's so good. It's so good. Hey, dude. All right, number five. What would be your favorite type of coffee, which we already kind of covered, but what would be your favorite type of tea? Oh, dude, easy. Yerba Mate. I'm sorry, what? Yerba Mate, which is Yerba. a Yerba Mate. Yerba it's, Mate? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, all right, so you probably don't have it where you guys are, but it's definitely a huge organ thing on the West Coast. It is uh, an energy tea, and I drink it nearly every morning. Energy every morning. tea? Yeah, no, it's well, it's a root that specifically gives the body energy. At least that's what it advertises. I don't know. It tastes really good, though. That just sounds like hot leaf juice. It's not even hot. It's cold. It's from a can. I found out the other day that there's also a Dr. Pepper energy drink now that I had no idea existed. So There's a Dr. Peppy, Dr. Pepper energy drink. They should call it Dr. Peppy because you're getting some energy. <laughs> That was just an accident. God damn it. No, Skirts would like to buy this product. Skirts would like to buy this product. <laughs> if we, I, I'm pretty sure that if Skirts ever goes to a convention, 
like we're going to create this huge like conspiracy where everyone's going to bring in with Dr. Pepper and say thank oh, you. Oh, dude, it's not just that. We also got asking about the the end of ponies over and over. He loves that. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Up next, we have where would you like to see yourself in the next three to five years, both personally and professionally? We go we're we're deep now, fam. Welcome um, to the interview. I would like to see myself with more money. Fucking tell me something I don't know. All right, so I'm <laughs> uh, a little more, be a little less broad here. Just multiple, like, I still haven't decided what I'm going to do. Well, I mean, Sorry, two of the burger pit talk. All right. I haven't fully decided what I'm going to do yet. There's like, I have multiple different branches that I'm considering. I'm either considering joining the military to get uh, four years of college free, plus the experience that comes from that. That's one branch that I can do. Or I can just do the savings that I'm doing right now for my bank and save for college. Another thing I can do. Well, I, I'm definitely one of those type of people that doesn't like being tied down doing one thing. I'm a very uh, spontaneous person. I'm very much, I like being adaptable. I don't like my schedule being the same all the time. Yeah. And I, it's very respectable to consider joining the military. But if you don't like being tied down, that is the literal opposite. Oh, no. I'm going to go like and stuff like that. Um, I went down with Rito and all my angry bosses. Let me let me ask you this. Um, it, this is something that I haven't ever asked someone on the cast before, but I'm actually, like, interested. At your highest aspiration in the fandom, what what – do what are you doing? Like, what are you known for? What am I known for? Um, I'm probably known for writing animal stories. <laughs> Sounds like majority of my life, right? That strange goose. Well, I think he means like at your highest aspiration. What do you want to be known for? Oh, strange yeah. goose. <laughs> I want to be known <laughs> as the guy fin bitching that got the strange goose into the spotlight. I already yeah. got fame phone in the feature box once. I can do it again. Oh, it, there are plans for Thing Pwned in the future. I'm not going to... Oh, 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 boy, let's do this. I'm not going to get tied down talking about it and, and get wrapped up in details, but that's something that you may want to keep your eyes on for the... Dude, just message me. I will be there the pre-read. I will help it, edit that. It'll it will be great. Oh, I wasn't even thinking for me. I'm thinking... Okay, we're moving on. I'm not going to... I'm not going to tease this. Oh, you got, you got that gonna, excited. Uh, what what do you believe the future holds for fan fiction? Uh, for fan fiction, I think it's about to be roughly the same. I think it might you know lose popularity as it is like right now. You don't see like stories get crazy, crazy, crazy amount of likes unless you're uh, tackling more on someone. So I, I imagine it's oh. gonna slow down maybe even more. The user cackling moron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you think I was calling it by a cackling moron? <laughs> no, I'm just like, I was sitting here for a moment, it's like, wow, that's rude as fuck. Like, oh, right, there's a user named cackling Yeah! Moron. You had him on the cast, <laughs> dong. Oh, God, days days and weeks are blurring together. Oh, year. I feel that one, bro. Oh. But um, I think it might even slow down a bit more. But, like, when season five rolls around, whatever how that pipe dream goes down. I imagine oh, the, oh, Gen, Gen 5. Gen yeah. 5. Honestly, as long as the other options remain as mediocre as fanfiction.net and AO3, this site will continue yeah, to be big. True, though. Because like those sites you can't blog, you can't, you know, comment in a way that matters because no one else will see it. You can't 
make, you know, so many custom bookshelves with descriptions and everything. You can't customize your profile with whatever you want. It's, it's just not as good. For a long time, I seriously, like, genuinely thought that Wattpad was a serious contender um, when it comes to, like, writing because it has the social interfaces. It has, um, you know, good readability, good, like, lists and things in order to read and comment and review and stuff like that. But what I ended up finding is that it's it's genuinely too hard to get noticed or to, like, make a community happen on that website. So I, I definitely think that like in that vein, I hate to say it, like fanfiction.net is net better. Yeah. I mean, no, no front page of a fanfiction website looks as good as fanfiction. You just load it up. You get to see was green. new stories. Was green. Yeah, I do. You get to see the news <laughs> stories, latest updates, news, popular stories, featured stories. Everything is on that one page. It even tells you what you were reading last. It's perfect. You remember I, when av- avatars were circles? Remember, yeah. Remember when the feature I box was in? Priest, remember when the feature box was in the banner at the top right? Yes. I, I, what? This is old news to me. Yeah. So there used to be a banner. Um, they ended up getting rid of them because it just was a little bit of a waste of site resources. But the the banner used to have the feature box. Let me hold on. There might be a picture I can show you. I think you actually might have showed me this, actually. No, yeah, I'm not okay. I had you in a call one day, and I showed you the old FinFic. It was, the old FinFic was a trip, dude. Like, it was different. Yeah, and we also us. had, um, we also had, uh, the, just, just the banner that kind of determined your site's color theme. Yeah, let me, let me go on the Wayback Machine, and I'll show you real quick. Anyway, um, while he brings that up, out of everything you've done in your life, what are you most proud of that's not related to MLP? Oh God, you're, you're like a like an interviewer at a job right now. So well, you know welcome to a fucking interview. <laughs> I understand, <laughs> but like, I, by that I mean you're asking very broad questions about my life, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> fucking, I kindergarten I, I, I once stuck up for a girl that was being bullied. That counts mm. as being proud, I guess. Dude, did she give you a high five? She gave me a hug. Ah, that's some kindergarten shit right there. That, 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 that's that, like, yes, that counts. That's like third base in know. kindergarten. Uh, dude, you got, dude, you got her pregnant back then with that hug. <laughs> I mean, it was just some guy was being a jackass, so I called him a jackass. Oh, yeah. like, you probably sounded funny to him, you know, it's the kindergarten saying jackass. Take that random four-year-old. Here you go. I have it in behind-the-counter milk if you want to show anyone in the audience, too, what it used to look like way back when. Oh, God, yes. I think I, I recognize that part, too. It was so... I, I that like, is completely different. Oh, my God. Those. I missed those. I honestly missed those days. Do you remember when the background would slide to different ones? And there was one I always remember, the one where Scootaloo is a Wonderbolt and uh, Rainbow Dash is oh, a... For a while, I actually got a Chrome extension that would that brought the banners back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it kind of messes with the website a bit when you do. It does, so for the better. What is interesting is going into the Wayback Machine or the Archiver to, like, whatever date they back when and seeing what was on the top of the feature box back then. Remember when FinFiction had ads? I fucking hate that interactive pony still, too. God, get out of here. The interactive pony's still around. Yeah, I know. I hate it. That's I wonder why you still have that. 
It reminds me of when people were all downloading that Pony desktop app where you could have them on your desktop and they you could oh, set it so they would like steal your icons and stuff. Oh god. Dude, oh dude, it's like that annoying goose that fucking came out so long ago that steals your mouse. My god. Might as well just download like a desktop stripper or something, get something out of it. Like what was the shit? Curious what was in the feature box. Friendship is optimal was in the feature box on the day oh, I just that's before it. my time, but I recognize that. Crap. Yeah, that's twenty twelve. That's like this was actually this was also before the updates took up the bottom three of the feature box, so an update could actually get all the way up to the top. No, actually, no, sorry. So actually, this was back when a story could only be featured once. I remember this. So. If you got featured when you first released it, you would never get featured again if you updated it. Whereas an yeah, update, oh, you oh, could so be featured. Have, yeah. They didn't reserve the top, the, the lower three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you got featured once, that was it. Your time in the feature box was done. You're done. You're never getting back in. That's when it really paid off to do like quantity of stories over quantity. Yeah, and that's when that's when being featured was a bigger deal too. Because if you get featured just the one time, that's it. You want people to know. Yeah, and that's overrated. They frustrated this. Nowadays, you can start a story off with like 20 likes, right? But then if 15 chapters in, if you have 150 and updated, you'll get featured almost regardless because the word count. Yeah. All right. Up next. What games, movies, TV shows, fan fictions, or books would you personally recommend to people to help pass the time? Uh, sorry. Was that repeating the question? I was distracted. What games, movies, TV shows, fan fictions, or books would you recommend uh, to everyone to help pass the time? Books, you know, let's see a book. Uh, read Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. That is a phenomenal book, one of my favorites of all time. Uh, the Gothic uh, Romanticism era of writing in itself is one of my favorite eras of writing. Even if you like, you don't fall into the philosophy of it, you can really get a lot of ideas there from Stein. There's a whole, boy, there were there were sure a lot of Prometheus allegories in that book. Yeah, there was, and there was also a lot of allegories to Paradise Lost, and uh, I can't really talk about it. We're getting to uh, we're getting to religious territory, so right skip that. What, what kind of throws me or makes me, like, sit here and think is that, like, the uh, the last time I was exposed to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, it's, like, forced reading in yeah, school. Yeah, same. Well, Wait. well, that last time, but I did, I read it for AP Literature in high is school. It, is it something that's better, like, once you, like, approach it with a neutral palette? Because <laughs> I, I there's something about I, school. I feel like there's something about school and school reading that just breaks it down and makes reading not fun. It and reading is a wonderful thing. Um, my class for AP literature was great because we would do Socratic seminars, which is we would all sit around in the circle and we would talk about the chapters and what they meant. And we would bounce back off each other until we like we got to the core point. The teacher would lead the conversation towards the direction that needs to go. And I thought that was a lot of fun. It was, a, it was a hands-off, but also hands-on. It was like more hands-off, but also like there's still some guidance there, sort of approach to came to teaching. It was expected because it was a college-level class for high school. Right. Hey, Coffee. What, what I hated about reading books in uh, high school is like you do the test about the book, and it, it asks you the questions like, why did this character do this? And in your head, there's multiple, multiple interpretations, but you got to choose one answer. I essay writing and what was that episode? I'm very disappointed in you. Oh, why? You should have recommended the movie that Ennio Morricone did the uh, score oh, for since he died five days ago. I think like everything I have to say. All right, Ennio Morricone, he died recently at the age of 91. He did the soundtrack for You Know What, The Thing by John Carpenter. 
And I'm going to recommend anyone, since you're watching the cast about me, Bang Pone, stuff like that, to go watch The Thing. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. I have watched it so many times. In fact, I watched it with Seven not so long ago. It's so good. I love that movie. And I own the Stillbook edition. I need to get it. I'm jealous. Ennio Morricone died? Yeah, yeah, he died on the he died on the fifth. Yeah. The sixth. Sixth, sorry. It is oh. it was a very big rip that day, very sad. Like, he's a fucking I legend. I didn't hear. Fuck. I yeah, I, I saw it randomly on Discord, someone messaged to shit fuckers. I'm like, oh what? Oh man. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he was 91. He was 91. I mean, he lived a great life and for a lot of great movies. Just one of the greatest composers of all time. Yeah. yeah. John Williams is getting up there, too. I'm going to be sad. I I don't want to think about it. He's almost in his 90s. I'm getting older. There's a moral story here. Don't get older. Let's let's mosey on to Coffee Minion. Coffee Gang represent! Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Why, uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not a good sign. How is that not a good sign? Uh, because I'm involved. <laughs> uh, a wild Starbucks appears. You're given a VIP pass that allows you to order any beverage of your choice, but it's cursed. If you fail to order oh, your heart... Oh, tourism... no! I spilled my drink on my pants! <laughs> the curse worked. I... The curse worked. <laughs> I did that's an unfair coffee minion. You now have internal kidney stones. <laughs> I spilled it right on my private area. <laughs> Your navel? Sure. Now my bed is going to be stained. Oh my god. What the fuck? I, you know, I'm starting to believe the supernatural now. I need to even finish the sentence. I was already cursed. <laughs> if you fail to order your heart's truest, fondest, camp- caffeinated desire, you will. I can't, even say- what? <laughs> I can't even say what it is anymore because obviously it's not correct. Do you need? Do you need a moment to like clean yourself up? No, we're just got power through it. We're good. All right. It's just we're just in pee pee pants city right now. Pee pee pants city. Ha uh-huh, ha! He peed his pants. <laughs> Are you saying you pee coffee? Uh, I pee. I pee Mike's hard black cherry lemonade. Ooh, that's a good flavor. That you're a pee king duck. I like to think your dad comes in, sees the stain, and goes, "Are you jizzing, son?" Oh my god! Oh, it's ruined. <laughs> my god, he wouldn't say that. He would say something ten times worse. Are you fapping the horse's son? Dude, he would, he would. I can't even say what he would say. It was put it that way. Oh my god. He had. He, oh no, he loves the fuck me. I would just get onto you for wasting the alcohol. What have you That's done? What he would say too. He the same thing. What have you done? I'm sorry. Confidence to blame. He cursed me. <laughs> All right. I. I feel like that's almost better than any answer we could have came up with to this question. That was unfortunate. All right, All right so let's just say I'm cursed. We don't even need to answer that question. I'm just cursed. All right. We're going to Soaring, who says, Coffee on the podcast? Nice. 
So, future horse gynecologist, aka not enough coffee, what inspires you to create the art and stories that you do? Is there any sort of method that you go through, or is it just stream of consciousness? Also, is there, ever, is there ever enough coffee? Uh, there is never enough coffee. Um, it's like a mix of both, really. It depends. Like, if I'm doing like a one shot, like based with chrysalis and whatnot, I have the idea in my head, and then when I'm writing it, it's a stream of consciousness. I let, I take the Hemingway approach where I just slip my wrist and bleed on some paper. That's fair. Um, if I'm doing something longer, like what I, one of the projects I'm working on right now, I've been working on for a while, bit by bit, I actually have a whole outline written for. So it's just about connecting the dots. Like I, I, I know KCAD mentioned this for one of their blogs. They mentioned that they don't want the entirety of the story outlined because it becomes uninteresting to write. But they want enough of it so they know which direction they're going. And I say that's a good example to follow. Especially when you first get into writing, in order to make your writing stronger. Like, just like with art, if I were to just go straight into it and draw something without doing my construction lines, it's probably going to look a little funky. Speaking of a little funky, <clears throat> my throat's starting to give out on me a little bit. So, Enigma, Flam, would you guys be interested in alternating posts until the end of the cast? Fuck it, Flam. Sorry, I had the hardware mute. That's no, all good. We've got 35 minutes left and a whole fuck ton of questions, so. Oh, dude, we're just sleeping on this shit. Let's go. God fucking damn it. Okay, and. I and go ahead and go first. Yeah, I just closed the tab accidentally. Give me a second. You. Oh, man. Fuck, where the fuck are we? So I am not going just... to. <laughs> Looking, looking, looking. looking. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go opposite of wasting my drink. Okay, comes part of my pants. Okay, there and we go. Nalia, huzzah. Okay, who says high coffee less than three? Do you like head pads? Oh, oh yeah. I, I mean, who doesn't like head pads? Who doesn't like Gretchen? Yes. And do you like tacos? You would be blessed because stuff like tacos. I, oh. I love. All right, I'm on the west coast of the United States. I'd be very blessed with something like tacos. Yes. All I right. just had some tacos two days ago. They were delicious. I think I had tacos like four days ago. They were delicious. Yes. All right, and that ends Nalia's question. So we're alternating, you said, Priest? Or Enigma and I are alternating? I think Priest died. He's doing the pelvic thrust, bringing it around town. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take over. All right, or, so you or, draw. Arcanine. You don't know the name of a Pokemon? Pokemon? Wow. Fucking gay. Is, is that some weird Digimon? All right, I need you to read the question. I can't wait to hear Arca's response when I go back to the other side. Oh my god. You see, they're watching over there, aren't they? Uh -oh. Yeah, I had them in there. I told them to watch. Uh-oh. Stinky. Question number one. Any game that you had high hopes for that ended up... Seeing them? Oh, Doom Eternal. And Arcanist, yeah, slapped my... Give uh, me a high five for that one. Like, I had my hopes set high for that, but, like, it seeded it with, like, just the pure adrenaline rush that gameplay is. Yeah. But, like, the soundtrack is... Coom-worthy. Coom-worthy. Uh, same goes for Final Fantasy VII. Like, it didn't exceed my expectations. I think it meant exactly where they were. That's because I had to really despise side quests in that game, but like the OST in that game, it brought a nostalgia tear to my eyes. Oh my god, so good. 
most disappointing game you've played. All right. So this is maybe what we mentioned last was part two earlier. Here we go. So the last was part two was a phenomenal disappointment from a narrative standpoint. The part that mattered the most, and it didn't matter how fun the gameplay was or how great the environment and graphics were, it dropped the ball where it literally mattered the most. But the means of spawn, however, were 10 out of 10. Like, if anyone's like, interested in seeing my full thoughts on it, like, I have a blog post that's over 3,000 words long for a review, where I break down every little thing that I had wrong with the story and the game itself. There's plus some points that I really liked. Man, at least it had a story. I'm sitting over here with Halo 5 wondering where everything went wrong. <laughs> at least it had a story. Oh, jeez, Coffee, you guys get a story? You get a story? Oh. I never even played Halo 5. I just yeah. stopped up, like, don't. Halo 4. Just, just, just don't. Just don't. You should retry Halo 4, though. Looking back, Halo the Halo 4 campaign was actually Halo 4 was a fantastic game. The, the campaign was, was fantastic in retrospect. ODST is my favorite. Uh, Halo 2 is my favorite. Hell yeah. yeah. High five, bro. Hell yeah. Uh, close second, Combat Evolve. All right. Tea or coffee? Uh, you know, this is going to come as a shocker. Like a real big shock. I actually prefer tea to coffee, and I didn't realize this until after making the fusion in. Yeah, don't worry. I just renamed you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, because uh, like I, I got this name because the coffee machine at work broke, so not enough coffee. We didn't have coffee. I thought it was spinning, and like a year or so later, I discovered my love for tea, and I'm like, I realized I've been living a lie this whole time. It's good. Tea's yeah. more versatile. I love tea. I, There's I like so tea many different flavors. There's so many things you can do with tea. I bet coffee made it over here is like Den Flat I curse you now. Fucker. Tea is just mild soup in a cup. Oh. <laughs> oh. On guard? It's hot water. Are you saying it's a broth? Yeah, sure. I mean, oh, tea is like a broth. Oh, look. It was pretty simple. Well, all right then. Flab, oh. don't you take it? All righty. Then we move on to Jammer, who asks, what's it like to write and draw? Any tips or tricks or things you wish you knew when you started? It makes it harder to find balance of your time, because I, I do more than just write and draw. I have a shit ton of fucking hobbies. It's hard to balance it all. Which I'm glad I work morning shifts. I have a whole afternoon to myself. But uh, it, I, I can explain all the ins and outs of writing and drawing. But all, I've been saying this entire time. What you really need to do is just do it. If you want to do it, do it. And like in the words of Yoda, do or do not. There is no try. And there is no substitute for hard work and dedication. With enough patience and towing away at smaller goals of your arts and leading to bigger ones, you will find yourself improving over time. Like I recommend starting small, getting confidence with your line uses, making your way up the shapes and so on. And as I said, do not skip the fundamentals. It's like math. Once you skip the fundamentals, you're going to have a real bad time later. And when it comes to improving writing, read. Read a lot and take a lot from the people that influence you. You are standing on the back of giants. If you don't read a lot and write a lot, you're not going to get better at writing. Uh-huh. I agree. Very much so. All righty. I like the sound of that. Number two, if you were given 33 drinks of your choice every week, 
Would you give Vylon a place to stay at or near your home, cooking her breakfast each and every day? Yes, a Vylon would be a bitchin' roommate. Also, of course I'll let Dave go to my home. I wouldn't be a member of the fucking strange wife did otherwise. What if she assimilates you? Good. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're into assimilation. That's well, cute. Well, then I'm no longer alive, right? So what then? Well, then he'd be in. He'd be inside Thingpone, and yeah, I'd be inside Thingpone, and I also would be Thingpone, and that's kind of hot. She, yeah. she she would shoot up. She would shoot up your urethra like those Amazon fish. Dude, you, you see that art by P2 where like her tongue goes down like Anon's urethra? That's fucking freaky. Uh. <laughs> well. All right. Number three. Thingpone is a cutie patootie. What other strange, mysterious waifus do you know of and suggest? What makes a good monster waifu? What is something that isn't as common or underappreciated in art or stories that make the mares that much cuter? Or is it good waifu material? That is an oh. that involved question. Yeah, and I have a lot to say, but I will on this one. So I'm going to show Orchid, the potato chip-loving kaiju. Defender of Mankind. I thought Now, my friends know this, but I'm a huge, ginormous media fan of Dai Kaiju. Like, I own at least, like, I think I own at least, like, $600 worth of merchandise right now when it comes to the movie collection and figures and whatnot. That I've been uh, building up since I've started my previous job. Godzilla specifically was a part of my childhood, and watching this movie like, put, puts me in a happy place. And since I'm on top of it, I will recommend some. Since uh, I want people to actually watch Godzilla, because people don't uh, think it's just silly uh, rubber suits uh, monsters fighting each other, which it is, but it's also more. And I'd recommend uh, the original Godzilla because it is one of the best perfect allegories for nuclear destruction. The movie came out several years after Bombers of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah, 54 and nine years later. Yeah, and the art that came out before, like from that time perfectly depicts what mass destruction was like. And Godzilla was, there's a reason why the original Godzilla was recommended for an Academy Award. Then, of course, there's classes like Godzilla for Mothra, Godzilla for Ghidorah, the whole Heisei uh, series in general, because it actually has a definitive end, and has my favorite in the series, Godzilla for Destroya, which is probably the most emotional one. <laughs> sorry, at you. sorry. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I looked at what milk post. Yeah, I was looking at it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, off that, yeah, uh, other strange foods. I would totally recommend clones, which are plain ponies, because they're fucking awesome, and the artists that draw them are also amazing. And if I'm going to show, I'm going to show my story, Stranger Than Fiction, because I wrote about these uh, strange white views in that collection, in that Ultramare, Boogie Mare, Orchid, and so on. And I planned to write more. Um, wasn't there like a part of that? I said, like, what do you like wish was better with like white food writing? Uh, yeah, what's something that isn't as common or is underappreciated in art or stories that make the mares that much? Oh, better? I got a good one for this. It's called attention to detail. Like, if like the mare's angry, like the like her like tail whipping at you know, in anger, like her subtle body language, like her withers shivering or her ears flicking and things like that to really express the emotions makes it all the more adorable. I agree, 100%. That's how you do it. Awesome. Good shit there. And number four, what would the ideal, what would be the ideal date with your 
Why few? Yeah, you know, as much as I love movies, we have to deal with the try and shoot dinner dates. So we actually get to have a conversation and eat, so it's a win-win situation. And you're gonna, gonna have a with, you're gonna have a dinner with me, Coffee? Oh, I'm going. Yeah. Anyone yeah. Who, anyone who takes someone to a movie on the first date has no style and has no breaks, and they probably yeah. have a funny face. That's what, that's what I said. Just like you don't. You're just sitting there watching the movie and not really talking to each other. That's why I like to try and like shoot dinner dates like really mm-hmm. good because you get to talk and learn about each other's interests. And then afterwards you might be someone else like, hey, let's go shopping or some shit. There you go. Exactly. So don't take your don't take your shit to movies on the first date, y'all. Words of wisdom. And yeah, as always, number five. Would you hug Thing Pwn, kiss him goodnight, and tell him every little thing gonna be alright, and would you stick the peener in it? The answer to all of that is one big giant yes. Alright. When I go into Thing Pwn, I try to convince my friends, like, man, you ever see what it was like to fuck that thing? I think about it a lot. <laughs> and uh, they, they never go on the same page as me. It's a shame. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Hmm. And... Well, apparently we also had a we had a post by Pat, and apparently it was deleted last Wednesday. So sad. Oh, day. He, he he has he has one later on. He just also also in the comments, Muggany said, "But what if the girl really likes movies?" The answer to that is, you should have a movie night at your house and make it yeah, a nice dinner. Yeah, dude. Yeah, seven has it right on. Movie that's that's what house. I did the other night when I had a girl come over, make them dinner, then do movies. There you go. Like the sound of that. So Enigma, I think you're up. Muggy, and his first question is: Are you having a good birthday today? Is your birthday? No, <laughs> he's trying to fuck with you guys. Hey, my birthday! My birthday! Happy November. birthday! I will kill you. Uh, can someone play "Happy Birthday" in the chat for coffee? Oh no! Please don't. I think. Happy birthday okay, to you! Oh, oh, is your Happy birthday! words so i'll sing and pretend i know the words why has everyone stopped singing i used the note in spanish and then i forgot all right sorry well marketing also gets kidney stones now for that I like to think that's your scp power just give people yeah give people kidney stones you know you know pocket sand pocket stones Are you a big gay doo-doo head? Uh, I don't believe so. Do your parents know you're a big gay doo-doo head? Oh, I don't believe so either. At least I pay, gr- mo- I pay them enough money so they don't think that. <laughs> Do your grandparents know you're a big gay doo-doo head? Big uh, gay, big gay doo-doo head. I don't believe so either. In fact, I need to, I need to talk to them more often. How old is the big gay doo-doo head this year? I, I can't give age. He is. quick. Do you think Dr. Phil pra- practice, participates in philanthropy? Yeah, I want you to die. <laughs> I hate puns. <laughs> how are how how Yar today? Yar be good. I have. Oh, yeah. If- and of course, have a good birthday. And you forgot his important fucking question down there. Uh, oh, what's the Nygma. important question? 
says, what's your favorite or go-to brand of coffee? Or did we already answer that? I forget. We already answered that. I just said vanilla frappuccino. Fuck you, Muggany. It's not there. I don't see it. Refresh, you mongoloid. And place of being fresh. All right. Well, since we already answered that, we move to famous last words. Hell yeah, let's go, buddy. What's your favorite song in the whole wide world and why? You know, I don't have a favorite song, but I'm just going to show out to Red's Let Go, because it was a song I listened to when I was having a lot of anger issues back when I was a teenager about personal things that happened when I was a kid, which I won't go into, but the song about letting it go and to just uh, move on from that. And then Brace, you know what comes after. Give me an And that's why it's one of the most important songs for me. I really enjoy it. Perfect. And if you had to live with your favorite food or go back to your previous place of work, what would you choose? Uh, you know... Hmm, that's a tough Great. one. My, my last place of work sucked duty butter. Uh, so I go without my favorite food or go back to my favorite... I think I'm going to go without my favorite food, because I have a lot of favorite foods, so I still about like the most favorite one, but I still have more food. There you go. Yeah, I personally choose the favorite food, go without the favorite food, because... Yeah, my, my last job was just drama central, and I don't want to deal with that again. And honestly, I'd probably have a six-pack by now if I went without my favorite food, so that would be the good <laughs> uh, I know that feel. Mm-hmm. And finally, fuck, Mary kill. Him, Jack, and Purify. All right, so I am not going to fuck uh, Famous because he has IBS. What does that um, have to do with? Uh, what, what do you mean that has to do with that? I'm not going to shit on my dick. Okay. <laughs> All right, but I'm going to marry him because I'll be financially secure. I'm going to kill Jack because, yet again, he tells me too many pun jokes to go left, you know, untortured. And I guess that leaves fucking Purify. Hey, can I read this next one since I'm technically half of this prolific? You are half of it, yeah. I, I agree. You should do it. Okay. So, something emo and edgy has a question for you. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, greetings, fellow Fairweather writer. If you had to choose between slurping Octavia's yeast infection through a crazy straw or mutilating vinyl with a pair of fingernail clippers, which would you choose? I patiently await your answer. I'm going to make fucking vinyl scratch the pastrami sandwich. My mouth is going nowhere fucking near that yeast infection. <laughs> what? First it's sour, then it's sweet. Come on, man. <laughs> I am going nowhere near. That's how you get the fucking portocets in The Last of Us. So do we have your permission to write a story where your OC mutilates vinyl with a pair of fingernail clippers? You don't even need my permission. You're going to do it anyway, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll also probably afterwards just drink... <laughs> We'll drink I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just make a pony called Not Enough I, Yeast. Oh no. That's what I say. We don't even have an OC, so we have to make something up, bro. Friendship is so beautiful. <laughs> I, it really you is. guys are pushing Dallas and Boost behind the counter. Not you guys, just me. <laughs> well alrighty, and then I believe you are up for Pat, uh, Enigma. Badass. What is your favorite fictional country and why? Uh, I'm gonna say Finland because it's kind of cool. Thank you! Thank you! Thank you. I'm glad someone else said that. Is that because of the thing where there's a, like, uh, 
50% chance Finn yeah. would exist. Yes. Yeah, yes. I love that. That's the greatest 4chan post ever made. <laughs> Gotta go what? back to my roots. What obscure video game or game series do you like? Has there a play five and time splitters? Yes! I have, yeah, I remember time That splitters. game is so underrated. I, I, I forgot the one that I played on GameCube, but like the invention mode was two. phenomenal. You played two. Yeah, the original was backwards compatible on uh, Xbox One, and I played it again the other day. It's so good. It's so fucking good, man. Yeah, backwards compatible on Xbox One, dude. I get that shit, then. Gretel 2 was Robot Waifu. I ever play as the monkey. I love this monkey. Which food place has the best fries? If you don't eat fast food or don't like fries, you can disregard this question. I really like McDonald's. I'm going with the base of it, can't you? Dude, they're so good, bro. I don't yeah. care. It works. It honestly works. Their fries are delicious. Uh, you guys probably hate it for this, but I like animal fries. Animal <laughs> fries is actually the real basic bitch answer. Yeah, I like animal, animal fries. fries, though. I've yeah. never heard of that. What the hell is that? It's West Coast, you wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, in and out Yeah, I've heard they're good. Freeze. Coffee. We agree on animal flies, so let's all high five with our dicks. I've been thinking of going to Texas. I think it's kind of spicy on the alcohol, so I'll is, it, is it worth a drive to Texas just to try an In N Out burger and fries? In and out the In N Out doesn't taste the same there. Okay. Then never mind. I don't know. I've never been to Texas, but yeah, it's probably uh you'd be disappointed all the same. I mean, I mean you're it's probably like a, it's like a different it's like a different distributor. So like the oh, oh, it's, a franchise, it's a franchisee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you you'll go there and you'll probably it's probably it's probably fucking fantastic. But then if you tried a West Coast In and Out, just if you just like come here and try West Coast In and Out, say like for Babs or something, then you're gonna be immediately having it the Midwest ruined for you. <laughs> like, how are you talking about? They're good. Mm. They're fucking messy, but they're good. There you go. Pat asks, how hype are you for pony life? I do ask uh, this for Salt Reacts and out of legit curiosity. I have no interest in it, so I don't really have much to say. Whatever most people's votes. Yeah, I saw it yesterday with Oh, Pat. I, I know, like, I'm fucking on 4chan, and everyone on 4chan is like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself, but, you know, I'm not that type of guy. Not that type of girl? Sure. <laughs> when poured onto cereal, what is milk? A beverage, uh, beverage. a broth, or a sauce? A uh, crunchy beverage. No way, it's a broth. It's a soup. It, it's a crunchy beverage. Vsauce Michaels scientifically proved that cereal is soup. I don't care what Vsauce has to say. He murdered my father. Wah. In a dark alley. If you can go to one place to eat, would it be Tomboy Outback Steakhouse, Femboy nice. Hooters, Goth IHOP, Milf Denny's, or other? Ian Flammer better the bond on this Tomboy Outback any day. Yes. I actually and, just had Outback. my close second is Golf IHOP. I just I had Outback today. They're so good. I remember I made one up called Ada Ada Arby's. Oh. <laughs> and dude, I know you said fucking Yonder Hub down there, and I'm like, that's terrible. Get rid of that out of my site. But no, Tomboys are the best, and I will sh- simp them any day. Absolutely. I can only hope to end up with Tomboy GF one day. Good, yes. Alrighty, we move on to Fim Fiction's uh, most interesting mod in the world, Captain <laughs> Lips, who asks, Don't you have an announcement to make, Kofi? 
Oh, I was informed today that we were dating. Appar- oh, uh, so just apparently you guys are dating? Yeah, you know, I was just brought up on me. Oh, yeah, we're dating now. Oh, well, okay then. Fucking goddammit. Cough. Goddammit, chapped. Can't get them chapped lips for myself. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a femboy or not, so... See, he has the femboy fingers. <laughs> Goddammit. <laughs> Why do you love drawing besides you being good at it? Um, so... At, going back to the whole, you know, childhood thing, during that turbulent time of my life, I got into drawing around that time, and it was a good uh, escapism from bad situations, and, like, it just puts me into a happy place. And once I'm fucking up over and over again, then I get into a very angry happy place. There you go. Awesome. And, uh... Ah, there we are. Sorry. Dear Diary, I wish I could read. Uh, rank the young six characters one through six, and this I'm curious about. Smolder's number one. Acellus yeah. is number two. Gallus yes! is number three. Uh... Sandbar is last, I know that. Hell yeah. Uh, Yona's second to last. Who am I missing? Oh my god, Jack's gonna kill you. Your list is pretty much identical to mine. Uh, I know the Smolder number one, Celis number two, Gallus three. And I know I'm missing someone in the fuck. Oh yeah, Silverstream. Yeah, Silverstream, Ashley number three, Gallus number four, uh, Yona number five, and then Sandbar last. There we go. What's hilarious is that the young six made such a little impression on me, I forgot like half their names already. No, yeah, I forgot Silverstein for a moment and Jack gave a few trades kidney stones for flying at a million miles per minute to hit me upside the head. Yep. Real talk, I thought they were all really boring. Except I love Yona. I love Except uh, was pretty cool. But like Small is my favorite. Uh fucking mm. Gallus abuse. So I, I like I like sharing Gallus abuse with uh, Jack as a bothersome. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, Yona just has most shitpost material, so... She does, easily. Potential. Oh, Gallus has got shitpost material, too, but it's usually Gallus abuse. It's like the new Scoot abuse. Gotcha, that makes sense. And, uh, what's your dream job? Uh, marine biologist. Woo-woo. And, uh... And, oh, oh God. Yeah. This is a fantastic question, because I posted a blog about this, and I got the greatest responses ever. What common, what one common trope in film fiction, in film fiction that you're done with and you hope to never see again? God, what I don't want to see it again. I'm very easygoing. Um, let's say displaced fiction. I want some actual crossovers. Thank you. you that, well, that's fantastic. God, I I do remember that I blog. I think of anything else. I remember when I first was here. It was fucking everywhere. <laughs> Right. I, I literally would, like, not go a single step without tripping on a display story, so I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm pretty done with that. Oh, no, I'm displaced, I'm displaced in Equestria as Okiara from Bleach. Oh, Even though God. I'm a dude, I'm a dude and just uh, put on a fucking costume, and suddenly I've got tits. Awesome. I, I went... I'm totally okay with this situation, and I will live my life accordingly. <laughs> Motherfuckers. And, uh... Well, alright then. And Seven, you want to read your questions? Yeah. Okay. So, Coffee, I have an important question. What is the important question, sir? What's your favorite story that features the best character in the show? I.e. Oh, Celestia? No, Discord. Thank you. Good night. 
Uh, ah, that's a tough one. Yeah, what was that one where uh, he died and then he had an alternate version of himself like go to his weight? Are you oh, talking about the one that's like two million words long? No, no I, I, know, I know the one he's talking about. I've, seen, I've read that one. It's funny. Uh, there's also one where he was writing a book that was like super long and then disappeared and he got very, very upset about that. And I remember that being kind of funny too. Hmm. I, all I know, like, it's been a while. I can't name specifics because like, I haven't read a Discord story in a while. But like, I know I've liked quite a few. But the thing with him is that he's a very visual dad character, so it's hard to write. Like, he's perfect for comics. It's pretty fun. All right. Why do you like Timor, you fucking fraud? Tastes better. That really just depends. Not all tea tastes yeah. better than coffee. Coffee gets the oh. job done with the immediate waking up and caffeine hit, but tea, if you want to actually enjoy that shit going down, you, you drink tea. Okay. All right. And last, will you play Halo with me tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow? Yes. Maybe we'll see. Okay. Uh, which Halo? Uh, on Xbox, so any of them. Okay. Uh, sure, why not? I'll play a little bit. Except for five, fuck five. I got an Xbox. I got Halo. And fuck Halo 1, honestly. Fucking multiplayer. Touching a fucking vehicle and I just goddamn die. Fuck Halo. Playing the Master Chief Collection isn't the best, isn't the best way to play Halo. Oh, it absolutely is. And I'm talking, and that's and I'm talking about it within that scope. I don't want to play Saloon Warfare just yet. <sighs> All right, and uh, Enigma, you want to take the uh, sarcastic Brits question? Can we put what? you on Reddit? Yeah, sure. Oh shit! Hey, how else we get that Reddit karma? That face when no Reddit gold. Yeah, I know, right? You know, I honestly, you can do that, but like, because there is a huge split between 4chan and Reddit. Those guys hate each other, so I think I have to bat for my own team. Well, I um, hate. Well, what's cool? I hate Reddit too, so that's fine. Like, it's all good. And just let it happen. Uh, up, update. Thank you for the Reddit gold, kind strangers. My dad, my father was a leather daddy back in the day, and we grew up poor and having this gold has just fulfilled my life. Thank you. And finally, we move on to Vylon. Uh-oh. Oh, it's time for questions with Vylon. And that's Samore. And uh she, oh yeah, I gotta do it like priest, right? Okay, hold on, oh, let me turn the I'm getting prepared here. I'm gonna prepare my body real quick. Girl, how are you today? I'm doing really well. How are you? Great, thanks for asking. And Yay. that's all we got for today. Oh, Three, that's fine. I was, I was expecting yeah. this. Price claim you just you just ear raped my eardrums. I did. Maybe now you'll understand the reason why you need a coffee enema. 
All right, please, you want to take us back home? Yes, I am looking to see if I'm still on mute. I'm not. Okay, awesome. Coffee, that's all the questions that we have today. So the last thing that's for us to do is to roll out the red carpet. If someone checks out this on iTunes or Google Play or other place to digest podcasting material, how can they get in contact with you? How can they ask you? what your favorite brand of coffee is. How can they possibly know? They could, uh, there's two ways they can do that. They can either message me on Discord, so I'm sure I share Discord just about every person on Pinfishing that has Discord. So I'm on a lot of servers. Or you can message me on Pinfishing. I am a very sociable person, so you know, whatever. Yay! Well then, Coffee, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come shit post with us. I know I had a good time. I know I had a great time. Thanks for having me aboard. Really nice. Milk, do you know who we're Besides for spilling the fucking drink on me, that sucks. <laughs> that's that's what we call Reddit gold. Yeah. Oh no, you're lying right about now. <laughs> you should yeah. spill the whole six pack. That's Reddit platinum. Well, I'd be depressed if that happened. That said, thank you everyone for listening. The top donator for this podcast was Rose Lucky Seven, donating one thousand eight hundred bits. Other other guy running up with three hundred, and Ridley X with two hundred and eleven. Thank you so much for your donations, and we are so excited to continue supporting Little Bit back on the range. But until next week, your bartenders for this evening have been enigmatic Otaku. Yo, coffee, hit me with those kidney stones. I need to fill up the bottom of a fish tank. You have been blessed with kidney stones. That is fucking gross. Flaming <laughs> whipper. Bob the boopy, and that's some more. Milk. I was only asleep for like 75% of the cast. Seven joined us. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Our, bro, amazing, bro. our amazing guest, not enough tea. Thanks for having me aboard. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm that weird feeling when you like pop a pimple and it feels really nice, but then you start bleeding and you go, oh, fuck, that's not good. And then there's, <laughs> that, there's, that, that, then there's that nice smell that then... You sniff your pimples. This, yeah. this, is, this has gone too far. Just... <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to start over. We're going to start the whole thing over. Five, four, three, two...